When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Pablo Torre, and it is so good to be back on PTI. I feel like I'm really fitting in here. Tony Kornheiser, yeah? Where's your hat? This is hat day. <laughs> Why come you don't have a hat? Oh, I've earned, I've earned I mean, really? the right to wear a hat. I thought I had to get permission. I needed a slip sign no, no, by no, one no, of no. you guys. Everybody knows that the Friday before Thanksgiving is hat day on PTI. Mm. Should have known that. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. Wilbon needs his space. So I'm joined today by our great friend from the podcast ESPN Daily and Debatable, my grandson, Pablo Torre. Everybody's happy you're here. And we begin today with the Tennessee Titans beating the Green Bay Packers in the snow at Lambeau last night, 27-17. The Packers are now 4-7 and and in considerable and real danger of missing the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers said after the game, and I'm quoting here, I've got to throw the ball better than I did tonight, unquote, following some missed open targets late in the game. Pablo, do you blame Rodgers? I do, Tony. With all due disrespect, I suppose, to the Packers defense, which got shredded by Ryan Tannehill, who looked like what I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to look like. Aaron Rodgers looked a lot more like what I thought Ryan Tannehill was going to look like. And those throws that you just alluded to in the fourth quarter – I mean, Sammy Watkins open over the middle. Alan Lazard on the left side of the field just misses him entirely. These are the throws that I thought we were going to get after they beat the Cowboys in overtime. A week after, he throws three picks to a Lions defense, which might be the worst in NFL history. And so I am searching. I am searching, Tony, and I keep on looking and seeing Aaron Rodgers himself just, yeah, as the guy responsible. Yeah. I think when the Packers lose, people blame Rodgers. I think when Tampa Bay loses, people blame Brady. I think when Kansas City loses, people blame Mahomes. When Buffalo loses, people blame Josh Allen. And when Baltimore loses, people blame Lamar Jackson. I don't think I've left any of the great quarterbacks out. These people are in a league of their own. And when their teams lose, this is what happens. They get blamed. Is it fair? I'm not certain it's fair. But Aaron Rodgers is a four-time MVP, and he's making $50 million. And who are you going to blame? The tight end? So I understand the equity of it. I'm going to get to something else, Pablo. I watched this game. Not all of it, but enough of it. I thought there was a game-changing moment. You know, the fulcrum on which the game shifts late in the second quarter. Tennessee was leading 7-6. to six. They had a fourth and one on the Packers four or five or something like that. They didn't take the field goal. They went for it, and everybody knew they were going to hand the ball to Derrick Henry. There are three reasons you're going to hand the ball to Derrick Henry. The first is the ball position shrinks the field. There's not enough room to do passing routes. The second reason is Derrick Henry is the greatest running back in the NFL, and the third reason is Darryl Bevel is not calling the game. So they Mm. hand the ball to Henry, and he gets stopped straight up. Clean stop. He's not close. And I thought, because as you alluded to, This was the Aaron Rodgers from last week. 
that Aaron Rodgers of last week or last year or the year before that would go down the field. And instead, Pablo, we get run, run, intentional grounding. Yes. They get yes. nothing. And Tennessee gets the ball, comes back and scores and are never truly threatened in the game after that. I, no, I don't know what and, else you can do but look at Aaron Rodgers. And, Tony, the last thing for me is I still don't know if the Titans are actually good because I don't think the Packers are good. This means that they have beaten still zero good teams. And so we're in this NFL season where I don't know how much respect I'm supposed to give anybody here. I just know I'm pretty meager with it when it comes to the quarterback in Green Bay right now. Do you know the last games they have? They've got to win five out of six. No one's getting in under nine and eight. At Eagles, at Bears, at Miami, home Vikings, home Lions, home Rams. They're not going to win five of those. They're not. No, no, no. And we should continue to look forward here, Tony, to Sunday's games because the Eagles are going to try to bounce back from their first loss as they visit the Jeff Saturday-led Colts. The Jets get the Patriots in this AFC East showdown. The Cowboys lost in Lambeau on Sunday, and now they get the Vikings in Minnesota. And the Chiefs and Chargers are also meeting on Sunday night. So which do you see as the most intriguing game of the weekend? I don't know if, if what I'm going to say is the most intriguing game. There are three or four games that I would happily watch. The first one, the most equal of equals, would be the Cowboys at Minnesota. I mean, this is unbelievable to me. The Cowboys are somehow a one-and-a-half-point road favorite at Minnesota. The Cowboys, mm-hmm. as we talked about in the last story, got beat late and got beat bad by a 4-7 and seven Green Bay team now four and seven in Lambeau last week. And Dak Prescott looked lousy. All right. Mm -hmm. Minnesota won in Buffalo, albeit on a ridiculous play in the sense that Josh Allen fumbles in his end zone and nobody's going to predict that. But Minnesota's eight and one and seven and oh in close games in one score games. They've proven they can win close games. So so what Vegas is saying is we do not believe at all in Minnesota. Well, Tony, it's especially disrespectful, and respect seems to be a theme of the show so far. It's especially disrespectful to favor the Cowboys against the Vikings because the only two other times when an 8-1 team had been underdogs in this sort of a scenario, it's when they've had backup quarterbacks starting. Like, Vegas seems to be saying what a lot of football people, fans, and experts are all saying, which is that we see the Vikings, we see their record, but when we watch these games, we're not blown away by them. We have the same thing. That's right. Like That's right. The psychology, the, the skill, the performance of a team that wins all of these close games, as you said, how much of that is luck? How much of that is actually how good they are? And I think a lot of people are still thinking, yeah, the roulette wheel is coming up pretty lucky for them right now. I'm, I'm also interested in the Kansas City Chargers game for this reason. Kansas City, I don't know that anybody knows this. They're 7-2. and two. They have right now today the best record in the AFC. No one has said a word about them <laughs> since they lost in Buffalo about four weeks ago. They are, they are in the shadows. And there's another game, and you may appreciate this or it may surprise you. The Giants are at home where they are 4-1 and one against the Detroit Lions. It is so hard for me to believe that the Giants are 7-2. and two. I don't know how they have done it. And they should beat the Lions. Daniel Jones somehow looks like a Pro Bowl quarterback this year, which yep. we've never seen before. But the Lions, and they have the worst defense in the league, allowing almost 30 points. The Lions somehow have won two in a row. They are actually, as their coach wanted, biting kneecaps. And they've been entertaining <laughs> most of the year. So I but, would but watch the, that. But, I, but I, Tony, speaking of cannibalism, right, the AFC East 
Can we talk about how they're all eating each other? The Patriots are the yeah, worst team yeah. in this division. They're five and four. Obviously the Dolphins, obviously the Bills, and now the Jets, not obviously, have a chance to really make a run here. I'm not just saying that because I can yeah. see in the shadows, you know, the New York Jets fandom over there. I say that because I'm actually intrigued as to what we're going to get in that one from that team that's historically, obviously, as we all remember them. Let's move now to Aaron Judge, who was last night named American League MVP by a wide margin over Shohei Otani. Judge, who had 62 home runs this season, is a free agent. Judge was asked about free agency, and this is what he said, quote, I want to win. I've come pretty close with the Yankees. My ultimate most important thing is I want to be on a team with a winning culture and a commitment to winning. First and foremost, it's a winning culture and a winning future, unquote. Pablo, I respect the fact that you are a paranoid Yankee fan. What do you read into this? Yeah, I don't need to break out the red yarn and the bulletin boards for this, Tony. This is Hal Steinbrenner. Pay me and stop being so cheap, okay? Plug all those words, break the code. What does it indicate? Okay, here's a guy who had the greatest, arguably the greatest walk year, bet on yourself year in the history of sports. Why was he there? Because Hal Steinbrenner didn't want to pay him. What plagues the Yankees? It's not to me a question of winning culture and those pleasant euphemisms, although that plays well, I'm sure. It's the fact that Hal Steinbrenner could be spending a lot more money and he doesn't want to. And if you're the Yankees and you don't want to on Aaron Judge and everything else, Tony, that to me is a plea for purse strings to be open more than anything else. So you believe that he wants to stay with the Yankees and just wants to make sure he gets the money? That's a direct question. I think he wants the money and I think he wants other people to get the money to build the team around him. But you think he would stay with the Yankees as opposed to, say, the Giants or the Dodgers in his home state, all things I being think equal? They, you think he uh, would? I, I, I do. I know the Giants are out there. It's the hometown team. But, Tony, if they make a commitment financially, like that was, that's why this all went bad. It was the money. Will, ha- will Hal Steinbrenner actually spend on the roster that Aaron Judge and every Yankee fan wants is the operative question to me. Okay, so there's no question in anybody's mind that the Yankees have a winning culture. And there's no question in anybody's mind since they made the playoffs six straight years that they will continue to be a wonderful team. I'm going to take, I guess, a minority and opposing viewpoint here. I'm not sure that I would spend all the money on Aaron Judge. I don't believe Aaron Judge will ever hit Mm. 60 home runs again. In history, nobody who didn't cheat hit 60 home runs again. I'm not sure that I wouldn't stay around and wait to spend my money on Juan Soto and plug him into right field in Yankee Stadium for the next 10 or 12 years. I might spend my money this year on Verlander or DeGrom or maybe even Trey Turner, who can play a lot of different positions on the team. Because, you know, because I, I I just sort of think as great as Aaron Judge's year was, and what I was most impressed with actually was the 311, I'm not sure he's going to come close to this again. I'm not sure. Let's take a break. Go ahead. I just can't justify selling low and selling high. No, pay him something. Pay him what he's worth. Come on. You hit 62. What do you get for it? You leave? I just can't contemplate that as a Yankee, as a Yankee fan in my bones. Someone's going to pay him. The California teams will pay him. Of course they will. Let's take a break. Coming up, Ben Simmons, your boy, finally delivers what the Nets wanted, and what's the word for that? And the last time we saw Joel Embiid, your boy, he was scoring 59, so what should we expect when he returns to the court tonight? 
If you were the Yankees, would you trade Aaron Judge if you could for Mookie Betts? Would you do that? Ooh. It's no. a tough call, isn't it? I'm, I'm going to say no, call. but it's a tough call. It is a tough call. And I don't like that I'm being asked this. Pardon the interruption is presented by Crown Royal. Live generously, and life will treat you royally. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Crown Royal, part of Happy Hour. If you're just joining us, Pablo Torre would be today's adversary in vocabulary, and I would bet on him. What's first? It's blank that Ben Simmons went 15-13-7 in a Nets win last night. I'm a state school guy. I'm going to say it's encouraging. This is an actual game. It's an actual line. This is not 11 points in 20 minutes of garbage time. This is 32 minutes in a close game against a good team, and it matters. And the numbers actually matter out there. I mean, in 32 minutes, 17 points is pretty good. It's credible. Uh, 15 rebounds or 13 rebounds, is that what it was? 13 rebounds? That's very good. Seven assists in 32 minutes is very good. And they were playing hack-a-ban at the end, and he stood out there. He was a man. He hit three or four foul shots. That's the, I mean, this this is why my word is manna. This is manna, Tony. Manna from heaven, a reference that I think you can appreciate on probably a couple levels in this story. I have been wandering the desert, like in the book of Exodus, trying to convince people that this was possible. And I think the free throws at the end are the key here. I love everything about this. I love the aggressiveness on offense. I love the assists to Kevin Durant. I love the defense he defended Damian Lillard and Yusuf Nurkic, the one and the five. He can do it all. But the fact that he could stay on the court and sink free throws. The brain is the question with Ben Simmons. I've said this forever, Tony. The most important player on the Nets not named 
Kevin Durant, is Ben Simmons. It's not Kyrie Irving. And the reason they can beat the number one team in the West right now, the Blazers, is because he can do this. Yeah. Yeah, the reason you acquire him is the diversity of his talent. All the different things he can do. But he can only do them if he wants to be on the court. And that's what we're never sure of. What's next? After scoring 42 and 59 in his last two games, tonight should be a blank game for Joel Embiid. Again, state school, so I need two words. Real test. Uh, Look, (laughs) they're playing Milwaukee in the, uh, what will we call these, the KPI, the Kornheiser Power Index. I got Milwaukee as the best team in the league. This is Joel Embiid's time. He is rested. He has not played a game since last Sunday. He is playing at home, right? Antetokounmpo has, this is his third game in five days. Everything is set up for Joel Embiid. If he doesn't beat Antetokounmpo in this game, when's he going to beat him? And the answer usually is he's never going to beat him. They played 12 times. Antetokounmpo owns him. Eight out of 12 with higher numbers in scoring, in rebounding, and in assists. So this is set up for Joel Embiid at home, rested, all of that. And if he doesn't win, don't yap to me. (laughs) I want to make this word something that you can get intuitively, Tony. Because to me, this is a Pips game. This is a Gladys Knight and the Pips dynamic. Joel Embiid is everything. He needs the background singers to come through in this game. The man scored 101 points in 24 hours. It was the 59 against the Jazz, the 42 against the Hawks. I think his credibility offensively is unimpeachable. His defense has been incredible. But you got Tobias Harris making $180 million. Okay, you have other guys on this team, De'Anthony Melton, who they just acquired, P.J. Tucker, who have not done anything. I need them to help him beat Giannis because he does, to your point, need the help against the Bucks. Okay, Embiid makes more than all those people. And if you blame Aaron Rodgers when the Packers lose, you got to blame Embiid if Antetokounmpo chumps him out. That's the final word. Let's take one last break, but still to come, we'll get into the Devils and their 11-game heater. And his USC, Tony, looking at its second loss of the season tomorrow against UCLA. I mean, really, you're making excuses for Embiid. He's owned, owned by Antetokounmpo <laughs> so far. This is his day, right? This is no, his Giannis, day. No, Giannis is Godzilla. Embiid is the second most fearsome monster. I agree. Giannis is the one. He is the- Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Pardon the Interruption is presented by Crown Royal. Live generously, and life will treat you royally. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 64th birthday tomorrow, Michael Ray Wilbon. One of the original <laughs> hosts of the Pardon the Interruption program, Wilbon caused a stir a few years back when, despite the warnings of his entire Chicago Bears text chain and his best friends, Hall of Famers Charles Barkley, Irvin Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, and the mysterious Neville, Wilbon left PTI to start a sports website called This is Complete Junk. The website originally did very well, and Wilbon was named one of the top 345 social media influencers, finishing just behind a five-year-old tossing a ball to a cat on YouTube. Flush with success, Wilbon opened another website called Everyone Needs to Shut Up. Sadly, both websites failed when Northwestern University pulled its advertising. Wilbon, who had invested all of his money in cryptocurrency, is currently doing weather and traffic on weekends at a small radio station outside North Scottsdale, Arizona. So first off, just a masterful tribute. Uh, I feel Wilbon's spirit through this chair. I will also say that Wilbon should actually just become a weather guy at some point and literally yell at clouds, Tony. When he has done that, pointing at yes. snow, that's not enough snow. It's the best. I just wonder what you give your friend on his special day. Beyond giving him anything, he has everything there is. Happy anniversary, Baker Mayfield. On this day five years ago, the hyper-competitive Oklahoma quarterback responded to the Kansas Jayhawk captains opting not to shake his hand during the pregame coin toss with three touchdowns and eventually a crotch grab and some loud obscenities in a 41-3 Oklahoma route. Mayfield was stripped of his captaincy and benched at the start of the next Sooners game, but Mayfield ultimately won the Heisman Trophy and was the number one overall draft pick. Although Wilbon hates Mayfield, I like him. And note that he will start this weekend for the Carolina Panthers in place of the injured P.J. Walker. Mayfield drew attention this past week by headbutting Panthers linemen without his helmet on. See, I am with you, Tony. I value Baker Mayfield, even though he is currently, to be very clear, a terrible quarterback, simply because he is a content creator. He's making the Carolina Panthers interesting, even if it's at the cost of his own, like, actual literal health. So thanks, Baker, for making my job a little more fun, I guess. Happy trails to last night's game for the Maple Leafs. Yegor Sharingovich scored 57 seconds into overtime to give the New Jersey Devils a rare road win in Toronto, 3-2. This was New Jersey's 11th straight victory. This is quite unusual in hockey where so many games are decided by one goal that it's hard to build a long winning streak. The 11-game unbeaten run is the second longest in franchise history. The longest was 13 in 2001. Devils are 14-3 so far. They're on an 11-game heater, and I'd say they're doing okay. But they're not even the top team in the East. The Boston Bruins are 15-2. and two. And the all-time heater, Tony, that they're going for is 17 games. The Pittsburgh Penguins did that about two decades ago, I believe. Maybe three decades ago. It's been a long time is the point. Yeah, a while to go for them until December 1st to match that. 17's a lot. Quick to the big finish. Joe Buckstan, whatever in God's name that is, posts a source <laughs> saying that Tom Brady is acting like he wants to keep playing next season. Would you be surprised? 
Tony. I'm reading a lot of headlines about this man, Tom, and uh, he might just want to play football for as long as humanly possible and not do anything else. Bryson DeChambeau is telling the Five Clubs podcast that he has lost at least 20 pounds because his bulk was giving him too many health problems. Is that a big deal? If he loses length and he can't bomb and gouge, it is a big deal. The World Cup begins Sunday with Qatar against Ecuador. You fired up? I mean, outside of the human rights violations and all of the actual ethical concerns, sure. Let's get fired up. In women's hoops, though, Kansas State upset number four Iowa, and Caitlin Clark injured an ankle on the last play of the game. Is that significant? She's Trey Young. She led D1 in scoring and assists last year. Last yeah. one, 7 USC at 16 UCLA tomorrow. Who you got in that game, Pablo? In honor of Wilbon, give me his boy, Caleb Wilbon. Caleb Wilbon. Caleb Williams and USC. Could be Caleb Wilbon. You never know. Yeah, We're out of time. Point. Try and do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. And I'm Pablo Torre. Please check out ESPN Daily and Debatable wherever you get the good podcasts. But for now, your Sports Center. You get the good podcast when you go to my podcast. <laughs> what am I, chopped liver?